Welcome everyone to a new week of Good News Radio. This is Miss Janelle, back for week number three. I have a question for you this week. Have you ever had to wait very long for a promise? Maybe your parents promised you to get a special gift for your Christmas or for your birthday perhaps, and you had to wait a very long time for that to come through. Well, last week we learned about a promise that God made to Adam and Eve after they sinned. When they sinned, God promised to send a Savior who would take the punishment for their sin. But that promise did not come through for a very long time. In fact, people had to wait for thousands of years for God to keep His promise. But finally, one day, an angel came to a lady named Mary. And the angel told Mary that she was going to have a baby, not just any baby, but this would be the Son of God, Jesus. God told Mary and the man she was engaged to, named Joseph, that Mary would give birth to a baby, and his name was Jesus. And this baby would be born so that he could take away the sin of the world later on in his life. Wow! Mary and Joseph, they also needed a Savior to forgive their sin. Sin is anything that we think, say, or do that displeases God. Sin is things like lying, disobeying, cursing, showing middle finger. All of those things and many, many more are sin. The Bible says there is none righteous, no, not one. That means you have sinned and so do I. And sin separates you from God. You're born with the problem of sin. And no one can take care of it except God or Jesus. That's right. Sin is a great big problem that you and I have. You need a Savior to forgive your sin too. Mary and Joseph also needed a Savior for their sin. And that Savior was Jesus. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. He was placed in a manger when he was born. And a manger is a feeding trough for animals. Now why wasn't Jesus born in a house where he could be placed in a bed or in a crib? You know why? Because the place Mary and Joseph had to go to, Bethlehem, it was full of so many people that there was no room for Mary and Joseph in any house or hotel or any other place like that. So they had to stay in a stable, which is similar to, I guess you could say, to a barn. They were surrounded by animals. And Mary and Joseph, right there in the stable, they were there. Mary gave birth to Jesus in the stable, and she did her best to take care of him and place Jesus in a manger when he was born. Jesus was not born in a palace or even a home. He was born in a stable. Well, after he was born, the angels, they announced Jesus' birth to shepherds who came to see him. The shepherds were so excited to come and see the promised Savior that God had finally brought to the world. The shepherds were excited to meet little baby Jesus. And then after they met him, they left the stable. 
And they were praising God for his wonderful gift. The shepherds went and they told the others, they told other people there in Bethlehem about the promised Savior, about Jesus being born. Now, even though the world, it was in darkness of sin, God was showing his great love for the world. The Bible says we love him because he first loved us. God loves you. God loves you so much. God created you and he knows everything about you. He knows things about you that you don't even know yourself. God created you. He also created your favorite animals, your trees, the the land that you see, the mountains, all of that God created. But the most special thing he made is you and me. He loves you very much and God lives in heaven and he is holy. That means he's perfect. He's pure. He's never done anything wrong. Even though you and I sin, God still loves you with a perfect, holy love. Jesus was perfect. He never did anything wrong. He lived a perfect life. He never thought, said, or did anything wrong throughout his entire life. And as an adult, he did many miracles. He did miracles and he also taught the people about God and about heaven, his heavenly home. But sadly, one day, Jesus was falsely accused of speaking against God, and then he was sentenced to die. In fact, the Bible says that the soldiers, they twisted together a crown of thorns to put on Jesus' head. Oh my, Jesus went through such pain, such torment. Jesus had all kinds of things happen to him. He was beaten, he was spit on, he was mocked at, he was treated very, very badly. They whipped him with a whip that drew the blood out of his body. Oh my, it was a very sad day when Jesus went through all this. Why was he going through it? It's because of you and me and everyone's sin. That's why Jesus went through it. After Jesus had suffered and died on a cross, he died on a cross and was crucified right in between two criminals outside of a city called Jerusalem. After Jesus had suffered, he cried out and he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and he died. Jesus had taken the punishment for sin. It was not easy. He didn't have to, but Jesus did go through it. He willingly died because he loves you and me, and he wanted to take the punishment for your sin. Now, a friend of Jesus got permission to take the body of Jesus and place it in a tomb to bury it properly. Well, Jesus was not in that tomb for too long because on the third day after, some women who had followed Jesus and who had been his followers, they came and they found the tomb empty. They found two angels there and they asked, why are you looking for Jesus? And the angels told the women that Jesus, he is not here. He is risen. 
Oh, that woman must have been so excited. The angels, they announced that Jesus was not there. He had risen from the dead. How exciting. The woman, they hurried to tell the other disciples that Jesus was alive. This was such great news. And it's great news for you and me too. Jesus is alive. Today, he's alive in heaven. He is no longer dead. He took the complete punishment for your sin and my sin. He gave his blood. He died on the cross so you and I could have a way to get to heaven. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures and that he was seen. So after he rose again, people saw him alive. He was a real person. He ate with them. He talked with them. He walked with them. Yes, Jesus had truly risen from the dead. When the women went to tell the disciples that Jesus had risen according to what the angel said, two of Jesus' disciples, Peter and John, they rushed to the tomb and they were amazed to find it empty. Wow, what great news. This is truly great news that Jesus has died and has risen again. It is great news because you know what? Now that Jesus has done this, we can believe on him. You can believe on Jesus. He took the punishment for your sin because he loves you so much. The Bible says whoever believes on the Son has eternal life. John 3:36. Yes, you can believe on Jesus. Whoever means anyone. You are a whoever. You can believe on Jesus. And he is the Son of God. If you believe on him, you will have eternal life, which is life with God forever. It starts the moment you believe on him, and it continues forever. Yes, you can choose to have eternal life today. If you want to tell Jesus something like this, you can do that. Dear God, please give me eternal life. I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe Jesus died and rose again. Please forgive my sin. I believe on you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you tell Jesus something like that and you truly mean it, he will give you eternal life. And that's the most wonderful, special decision you could ever make. That's all for this week. Hope you tune in for next week as we have the fourth color of our wordless book. This week was the red color. Next week, well, I'll wait to tell you what color that is. See you then. Bye. Bye.